Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. For the drive with Mark Ennis, presented by Fitness Market on 93.9 The Ville. Fitness Market is Louisville's premier location for home and commercial fitness equipment and electric bikes. Find them online at thefitnessmarket.com. Now here's Mark Ennis and Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome into the drive here on 93.9 The Ville Market. It's Dave Skull. It's a Wednesday. It's uh, weirdly cold outside. I'm kind of hating this. Hey, Mark Hump Day, pal. I did did this uh, stupid, stupid man thing where I I walked out and I had shorts on because I really couldn't tell what the temperature was and it's changing every two seconds anyway. I got outside and I was like, oh man, it's cold. And I was like, I'm doing it anyway. And I was like two steps into the driveway. That's it. I, You're fine. I, I could have turned right around, no problem. But no, the stubbornness is in the uh, it's in the, the DNA. You go. Well, Mark, you ask just yourself, walk faster to the car. How many seconds are you spending outdoors? You walk from your house to I'm your car, you. which is a, not a long walk. I've been to your house. It's not a a terribly long walk. You park in the parking garage here. You don't ever go outside when you come here. Get back in your car in the parking garage. You go home. So it's probably a total of thirty seconds, maybe forty outside. But what's the point? Yeah, okay. I've been outside for 15, 20 minutes today, and I mean, I feel great. Well, you don't count though. You, I don't count. We know. We know how you are. Shorts and a t-shirt. Like I feel like I could do shorts and a t-shirt in almost any weather for a certain amount of time. You know what I mean? Like it's it can be ten degrees outside. I can do shorts and a t-shirt for a couple minutes. It ain't gonna hurt me. It ain't gonna kill me. You know. Usually I have a hoodie in the car, but it's still, this is Louisville. This is Louisville, February, March. This is really, it's March early where we will get literally 70 degree days followed by 30 degree days, uh, wild, you know, turns and, and reversals in weather. We get fronts with storms, brings in unseasonably warm weather, followed by freezing temps. Uh, it's, you know, it, you can't predict it. You simply have to embrace it and hold on until mid-May when we know from then on it's at least 80 degrees every day for the next four months. Well, look, we've got a lot uh, to get into here today. I know that for many of you, uh, you've chosen to not tune in uh, to a lot of Louisville basketball. You certainly haven't gone out of your way uh, to to do so like you would uh, typically you know, in, in seasons past. Uh, some of you choose to avoid it altogether. Uh, I know some of you watch it and you are dreading it. Uh, like, it's completely understandable, I think, uh, given the way things have gone. And we'll talk about just how depressing some of those numbers are uh, at some point here throughout the show. But I want to encourage everyone 
uh, to make an make an exception tonight because it's not very often that you're going to have a chance to see a medical miracle live before your eyes. Uh, nothing short of a like a faith healer having restored full functioning to the one leg of one Kyle Filipowski who is now going to suit up and play for Duke tonight uh, despite having one leg amputated by rabid Wake Forest fans over the weekend. Back out there, I don't know if it'll be like one of those Oscar Pistorius uh, prosthetics or if it'll be his actual leg. Either way. I haven't heard that name in, in a long time. Either way, he'll be out there for Duke tonight. It's it is amazing. You won't want to miss that. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm uh, this this is is this on par or a bigger deal than when David Paget regrew <laughs> <laughs> regrew his knee, 2008 in a two day period. I, I tweeted this uh, just about an hour or so ago, but like the uh, the 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 YouTube algorithm was on one today. Uh, it, it like it was a, a clip from Get Up from five years ago, and it's Patino saying, "I'm done coaching." <laughs> He's on his third job since then, <laughs> and might have might is just about possibly maybe finishing off taking a second team to the NCAA tournament since then. <laughs> Uh, we're just full of miracles kind of left and right here. I thought you were going to say the YouTube algorithm was on one. Uh, I learned how to make toilet wine today. <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> Like, you're, you're really out there. What's the best thing you've learned from YouTube? Man, mine aren't really... I, I don't know. I, I'm probably forgetting something cool, but, like, I I use the tutorials to do basic stuff with my car. Yeah, and same here. Things like, you know, it's... I want to make sure I don't screw up... Uh, and I, I find out how easy certain things are, like replacing the hydraulic uh you know parts to my my uh my trunk uh okay you know and, okay. and which which were broken when i bought the car it was surprisingly cheap and simple you know replacing taillights which are different it's different in every car you know and placing headlights in my chevy like all these different things that i've learned from youtube i can't remember i'm sure i've learned something cool like i do a lot of golf tutorial like i play a lot of golf been playing golf for for a long time but i still there's nothing better than overloading yourself with information from YouTube and a bunch of different people on the perfect golf swing and tips whenever you've lost your way and you don't feel like spending hundreds of dollars on lessons. That is a disease. That's just a cottage industry of people that are on professionals and otherwise that just have all the best golf tips. You, you want to hear, I don't know if it's laziness or, or what, but for me, I also use it for repairs and such. But if I look for what I'm going to attempt to do, if the videos are more than like three or four minutes, I'm out. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm like, I cl- just just based on time alone, I'm not cut out for this. It's like the recipes that they oh. have uh, at least four pages With of diatribe. Preamble, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, like a biographical information and their grandmother, you know, survived World War One and a whatever. <laughs> and, you know, this is the, the cake that she made her grandpa when he came home from Sorbonne or whatever. And it's just the whole thing's ridiculous and um, I don't know. I used to. I tell you what. Everybody knows I'm, I'm a big enthusiast. Uh, that I've been smoking meats for 25 years. It's a YouTube is one of the best references ever for smoking meat. And I like I have my techniques. I've been doing them for years and years. And I still, if I'm either going into uncharted territory or kind of want to troubleshoot something, I'll still go back and look at Aaron Franklin's videos. I mean, he's you know he's he's a 
he's a guru, man. He's he's my guru. There's a lot of useful stuff out there. Well, look, we've got uh, a lot that we will get into here uh, today. We've got uh, the Louisville Duke game. It seems like Louisville's been off for forever uh, since that Notre Dame game uh, a week ago, which was felt to me like kind of a new low in a weird way and i think it was just because of the contrast with notre dame and shrewsbury and all of that uh, it also felt fatal or final uh, to i think to me and a lot of people uh, that, that like if you can't take care of this one remember for, for how long we used to look at louisville's schedule say on ken Palm, and be like all right where are the projected wins from here on out and it was always just either nothing or notre dame, notre dame yeah. <laughs> and you get blown out um, get vacillated back and forth yeah, whether we were favored or not exactly either way right. yeah. yes that's exactly <laughs> what we got beat by 20 so it's great uh and now the one i think the in terms of road games and such like that you've been dreading yeah. uh, making trips to duke never pleasant uh, making trips to Duke after uh, they were, you know, the, the victims of a horrible tragedy, uh, with uh, Kyle Filipowski being killed right at center court <laughs> after the Wake Forest game, only to be revived uh, and playing tonight for them. You've just gone all the way over on this one. He died. You? We saw it. <laughs> it went from like a healthy Wake conversation. It went from like a healthy conversation about 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 like, hey, <laughs> we don't want to lose court storming, but how can we protect the players? Even on, they on Monday, that man. on Monday, yeah. you were even like, <laughs> you were even, you were even like not sympathetic, but empathetic to to Filipowski I and was. like the fact that he looked. You know, some people were trying to pick it apart, like he attacked this fan. It's like no, he was being rushed by right a thousand fans, and he that looked like a fight or flight instinct, you know. But whatever. Whatever, we don't have to relitigate it. Everybody on your mother has an opinion on this. But by Wednesday, you're just so jaded. <laughs> you're just like, they killed him in a miracle of life, like Lazarus from the dead. He is back. <laughs> Take his wrappings back. off of him. He's okay. <laughs> and he's he's going to wear a uniform tonight. And he's going to play and basketball. And he'll be fine. That's the thing. He's going to drop 25 and 12 well, on you know what it, I, I feel manipulated. <laughs> like, that's what it is, right? The, like, we have this national outrage about court storming and everything over all of this. And he's not going to miss anything. I don't, I don't think that the fact, like, the degree of his injury mattered to me, to this conversation. I just think it sparked the conversation. It shows you, between that and Kalen Clark, which there's still a bunch of people out there that just think that she went out and hit a fan for no reason like it's weird how different people see things it's fine i guess yeah they, they actually she was guilty of targeting of targeting right. yeah that's what yeah, i'm like I all right guys that. okay everybody just calm down but anyway i don't think the injury had to be a bad injury i just think the potential for it was the point you know of this conversation but i don't know what you're talking hurt. about I got flashbacks of Lion King when Mufasa got right. stampeded. <laughs> Can we get? I wish, like, if I was better at if I was better at, at editing Photoshop. at Photoshop, is that Mufasa falling into the valley and just have Filipowski's face on it? Well, look, he's going to be out there. <laughs> and have Shire on Simba's face, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the fact that Diener has called attention to. The weird way that Shire talks out of the side of his face. Yeah. Yeah. He has a weird face. And I say that as somebody who's not attractive, but like he has an <laughs> old, like he's an odd face person. And he's an he's odd face person. He's unsettling to watch him talk like Zuckerberg. Like that's what he reminds yeah. me of. Right? Smoked meat. <laughs> by the way. Speaking of smoked meat. I know. I've seen that. Have you seen 
the video of Zuckerberg making a sword, like smelting. Yeah. Have you seen this? Where he's hammering out the it. It's ridiculous. Do you think he just watches reality television comp like competitions all day? And he's like, I'm going to learn how to do all of that. Like smoking oh, like, meats, yeah, like oh, the big, right. big barbecue right. showdown, then like the uh, with forged fire, looks like forged fire where they make knives yeah, and swords right. and stuff. No, he just for whatever he looks, he like he there's uh, yeah, like Men in Black, right? Like there's actually an alien in there, yeah, right? And he's like, that's kind of human, but we can totally tell it's not. That's what he. That's how he seems to me. Well, yeah, the South Park episode about him was pretty spot on. Yeah. No, I yeah. mean Shire. Yeah, fight my Stoyle. No, I'm talking about Shire. I'm talking about Zuckerberg. Well, both. Both. <laughs> right. He's it's, just he's just a nerd that's trying to prove that he's a badass, but it's like, dude, we know. You you don't have to like, prove Dude, you're a billionaire. Wrong. Yeah. Like, like, it's fine. He was, you can be whatever you want, and you're doing it better than we are. It's okay. Oh, it, I can't. Just stop trying to be other things. It's a unique hell to be just unfathomably rich and obsessed with what people think about you that's like i thought the whole goal of being ridiculously rich is to never think about what people which think is clearly about like you. elon musk the way he responds to everybody on twitter kevin and durant, stuff it's like thing. dude kevin durant it's like guys just whatever you are just be that zuckerberg i actually don't think he's he doesn't really go out there he just does weird things he's just a dork yeah he just does things i don't think he really cares about what people think about him maybe he does i don't know Social Network is a great movie, but I don't think it was very. Uh, like they would have Aaron Sorkin would have you believe that he cares a lot about what you think about him. Correct. Fair enough. Made up an ex girlfriend for well, the reason why Facebook exists. It's a better story. It's I still guess. a really good movie. <laughs> Did you like it better when it was the Facebook? I don't know, man. That was Justin Timberlake's biggest uh, biggest contribution to the company, right? Except one the say, Sean Parker, like. That movie, it felt like it was written by Eduardo Saverine, right? Or he didn't do anything wrong, which I don't know. Who knows? Like, I, what I've read about it is that it was all just, you know, brought to 100. But Sean Parker and Mark Zuckerberg, especially Sean Parker, the devil, and Eduardo Saverine didn't do anything wrong and was manipulated and taken advantage of and screwed out of the company. And nothing else happened. He still looks like a weirdo trying to do that sword. Dude, yeah, he's a weird guy. Yeah, legitimately a weird Shire person. Reminds me of. Yes. that's who it is. All right, anyway, we, to get back to the to get back to the topic at hand. Sorry, the coach at Duke, uh, who uh, Louisville will be facing uh, tonight. I almost Adam Rowe that covers uh, Duke for twenty four seven. It's you know tweeted. It's pretty shocking to compare the two uh, records of these uh, second year coaches that are going to be facing off tonight from Duke's game notes, and I. I tweeted at him a screenshot i was like i'm about to report this you didn't need to do this no we everybody know. knows what this is uh but the contrast couldn't be more stark and I, i'm dreading this one uh coming on the heels of the the notre dame game and all of this discussion about things sort of being here near the end of the season i'm not uh i'm not looking forward to this one and obviously like before anybody uh you know protests shire and, and kenny payne are completely different situations they took over completely different situations, but we just came off of a game where Michael Shrewsbury inherited an awful situation, and in year one is already putting together the pieces where you can see where a competitive team is going to come, and you can see, you know, the 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 foundation being built for what he wants his teams to be. So before everybody gets like, we realized that Shire and Payne did not take over similar situations. Yep. Um, but. Look, tonight's going to be awful. I, think. I mean, I don't. If it isn't, 
that would be an incredible surprise. But we're dreading this game because we like this was the one in the sea of games uh, when Louisville seemed to be getting a little bit of traction. Where we were like, this is the one that's un- unwinnable in Cameron on the surface. Like all the other ones, there's some sort of path you could take in your mind where we might be able to win this game or this game. Probably won't win more than two of them, but we could win. They're they're all on the table with yeah. with with what we've been doing this year. Um, Duke was never on the table, so it's fair to say. If we were even competitive in this game tonight, I think we'd yeah, all be pretty was, surprised. It was the opposite of the Notre Dame game in terms of, yeah. like, because every game was sort of uh, within like the 60-40-ish range, but, mm-hmm. Louisville, but Louisville an underdog in all of them, except for Notre Dame, and then Duke was the one where it was like, you got a 5% chance. And they probably do still have about a 5% chance. That's probably right. And, I mean, look, they've had a week what, off, you know. And for what it's worth, when they played at the Yum Center, when Louisville was mostly full strength, uh, it wasn't uh, a complete washout. Louisville lost by 14. Uh, it was uh, what, 84-69, I think it was the, the or 83-69, something like that. Uh, and no one went crazy. And it wasn't one of those where Louisville was down like 31 and they cut it to 13. Like it stayed right about in that range. But I think we've sort of started to realize now a whole lot of those games are deceptively close. You know what I say, deceptively fast or something? Yeah. Like, there are those games where teams get that 20-point lead, and then we're just, we'll just sort of do this thing where we sort of lazily uh, swat at you, and we'll just keep it in this comfortable range. And that's really what that game was. I don't know what to expect with this one, but so, I don't have a good feeling about any of it. And I know Blankenbaker tweeted this uh, a little bit earlier, but it is worth uh, repeating here. They're 20-and-a-half-point underdogs at Duke. It's the 22nd time they've ever been 15 points or more as an underdog in school history that, that we've got. So it's happened 22 times. 19 of them have been the last two seasons. And I, and I uh, tweeted this at uh, Harold, who I know uh, calls and listens regularly. It's, that number's even worse when you consider this has not exactly been the murderer's row of ACC's the last couple of years. No, like Early on, in, in Louisville's life in the conference, when Virginia was a national championship contender and Duke and Carolina were, like, were better than the version of themselves. And Notre Dame was pretty good. Like Dame, it, well, that's right. Yeah. Syracuse still Florida had State, was decent. Florida, Florida State, State was Leonard pop, Hamilton. Though, in 2020, as good as they've ever be been. Final yeah. four team, probably. Uh, this ain't that. Yeah. And this is the one that sort of has run roughshod over Louisville. Yeah, Virginia Tech, Buzz Williams, Virginia Tech, you know, decent. Like, this is. It's. That's really the. The kicker of all this, it's like, man, there was opportunities to to establish yourself as a contender in a down ACC. And You've had it easy, y- yeah. It hasn't been hard. It just hasn't looked like it. <laughs> it. But we made it look plenty hard. And the one good thing we could talk about from the last game was, you know, Brandon Hunley Hatfield had a really good game against yeah, Filipowski, that's right. and uh, Filipowski played. Well, he had seventeen and fifteen with five assists. I mean, it's not like he didn't have a, a really good game too. But Brandon had, I think, twenty-one and eleven, and we just. Looked good against Filipowski all night and, and physically looked really good against him. Um, so that's fine. That's great. They didn't stop him. To nobody's surprise. <laughs> so we don't stop teams. We don't really stop individuals. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. Duke's rounding into tournament shape and we're just kind of hanging on for the rest of the season. So I would be surprised. Even at our version of full strength right now. Um, that's not including Dennis Evans and JJ. You know, we... we, we we can't JJ trainer. We can't do anything about that. But our version of, of full strength right now, I just, I still don't see us being competitive. But we're gonna have to get more out of Tyler and Sky than we did a week ago if we're going to even hang with this team. 
when I say hang, like stay within ten points for most of the most of the game. And this the fact is we're not even talking about we're not really talking about beating them. We're talking about being competitive as we see somebody fail miserably at parallel parking in front of the studio. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the sad part. We need to get back to where we're you know, without, you know, going head and shoulders back into this conversation. We just need to get back to where these games are are showcase games. You know, the, the country cares about them, yep. not just the league. Uh, we're talking, we're both competing for an ACC championship and a, a double buy in the ACC and a, and a top four seed in the NCAA tournament. All those things that are supposed to be on the table for Louisville basketball almost every year. And right now we're talking about being last place in the conference for the second year in a row. Yeah, and just, being a double-digit underdog, which is – that's the expectation set on this team right now. Well, and I, I think worth uh, re- pointing out here at this point, the, the Notre Dame game was the last game. So, yeah, we're still talking about it. It's been a week. Yeah. Uh, but also, last night, Notre Dame beat the Wake Forest team that just beat Duke and beat the Wake Forest team that's – I think Luke says the best are sort of in position to get in position. They're not exactly in uh, right now uh, despite uh, – Despite Steve Forbes' war uh, with Joe Lenardi uh, and the, his, uh, his referring to him as a bracket guesser, which I think is very funny. Uh, but it was a reminder last night that like, Notre Dame's having the season that a, a re, an actual year one is supposed to look like. Uh, uh, with a guy with a full rebuild. I mean, look, let's not pretend that Mike Bray left him anything healthy either. Uh, they were a mess. And everybody who was... You know who was important to that team last year transferred. I mean, they're they're building from the bottom. But they look. They started off rough. They started off ACC play really rough. Uh, lost uh, at one point seven in a row. You know, from mid January uh, to mid February. Now they've won four out of five, and their only loss was where they almost uh, complete what complete like a, a, a huge comeback against Syracuse, Syracuse yeah. on the road. They beat Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech. They beat the hell out of us. Uh, they lost at Syracuse, and they beat Wake Forest uh, last night. And, and like this is what it's actually supposed to look like when uh, you have a team that's that's beginning to make progress and take on what the what the uh, the coach is looking for. And you're like when you're actually building culture. This is sort of what it's supposed to look like, and you can see they're battling through uh, what they have. Uh, with what they have. And you can just see that they're shorthanded when he gets his guys in there. He'll be good yeah. to go. Yeah, this is what it's supposed to look like. They're putting it together at the end of the year. You know, like they, they, they struggle because they don't have the talent and they're they're taking on a new system and all the things that you allow for first year coaches. You know, that are that are instilling their values, instilling their their system and still building the talent base. All those things that you expect, they are hitting their stride in late February. Uh, they look like a different team over the last month. And if you started the ACC season right now and they played for the next three months, they'd probably be a top half They'd of the, the ACC half, team. I think so, yeah. yeah. And that's telling you, that's what growth looks like. You know, just to give you an idea of what we expected out of a, a first-year coach. But, and, and just to be clear, like we're sitting here saying year one, he's doing it just about right. And they're 11 and 17. Right. Like... N- and that was always what I thought was so off-putting about people who have treated and had this discussion like the expectations for Kenny were some sort of just absurd, unreachable, irrational thing. That 
Notre Dame's having what it should, what year one should have looked like here. It's a straw man argument. Yeah. All of you people who had these unrealistic expectations. And I'm like, you know what? Mark and I are in a position where we hear the expectations from a wide uh, spectrum of people. I think that's fair to say. We see it in the text line. We get it in the phone calls. Uh, we, we've got a fair amount of Twitter followers. Uh, we're, we're present. And none of those things are representative of the whole fan base, but all of those things combined and going out and talking to people in public, I think we get a pretty good cross-section of all the, the expectations. There were people that were optimistic and were hoping that we had enough talent on that roster to get to the NCAA tournament and put together something, but there was nobody that said that was that or bust. Not one person that I talked to. And most people were expecting between 10 and 15 wins. Most people. And it was all about how those wins looked like. And if you could see, you know, the I would expect us to see a hustle and, and see the, the framework going forward and just once he gets his guys in there, they could they could really hit the ground running, and we have we didn't see the framework. You had four and twenty eight. Nobody was expecting the world. Like when you undershoot that hard, everybody was disappointed. Literally everybody. Nobody four and twenty eight was what nobody expected, and nobody reasonable would be okay with. And you follow up with a eight and nineteen right now. And I think best case scenario we hit ten wins. That's best case. Best case. So it, it's. Look, we are where we are, and I don't want to rehash all the conversations from the last week or so. I, I like we we, we we talked about the Bozich article, you know, and, and and I think most people are on the same page with that. And like, also everybody's entitled to their opinion, you know. Like I I I don't feel like people like this was not about. I think everybody should write the same thing, or should reflect my opinions directly in in writing. I welcome varied opinions. It was just I think everybody was. Just kind of upset because there wasn't. It was just felt like shilling with the with the sure. the timing of it, you know. And 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 I hate that it, he became he becomes a main character every time he writes about it. But I feel like it's almost bringing it upon himself with, with how how they're written and and it's just it, it it felt at best tone deaf at the time. But I heard your conversation with Tyler yesterday. I thought it was interesting. Uh, I did uh, want to point out uh, a couple of things. One, I understand why Eric said that. Like, people just want to see that. I can't wait for things to just get better around here so that not everything has to be, oh, yeah, well, they suck. Because, like, for I watched Mississippi State-Kentucky last night. That game was was very fun. And they were just, like, some big shots. It was a a high-intensity environment. Uh, And... You know, Hubbard hits that game tying shot, and Reed Shepard hits that ridiculous shot to win the game. Folk hero, Reed uh, Shepard. Yeah, it, it was it was very fun, and I just tweeted, "College basketball man is fun as hell." And immediately, you just get unloaded, which was fun for us, and all this stuff. Like, I get it, man. Like, I I know. Just because I'm happy in this moment doesn't mean I'm happy with everything that I know of. Okay, I, I get because I'm enjoying something else. Yes, doesn't mean. Of course, in the back of my mind, I'm right. thinking, I wish it was us. But it doesn't mean I can't like Correct. watch this game Correct. and be like, man, this is really fun, you know. But that's like I, I understand. You didn't have to remind me, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> right, like we get it. I had We're not in the middle forgotten, of it. man. I know what I do for a living. We're in the middle. Like, and I think the thing is, like, I wish we were in a position, a different part of the 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 process with Kenny, where an article like that wouldn't be so incendiary. Sure, but we are. We're past all that. You know, like none of the suggestions made sense. 
for us right now. Sure. It's like, all right, yeah, wait on more talent. We, we heard that before, you know, and uh, he's got to win back the fans. Well, good luck. <laughs> like, literally the only way to win back the fans at this point is winning. Just win, right. Yeah, and, and, and you've run out of those opportunities. So it's just, there's reasons why people were upset about it, but because it's a different point of view is not why. Yeah. You know, like, we, I want different points of view, but, man, at this point, that one just it landed like a freaking it was just a thud in the middle of the fan base like come on man this isn't the time or place at this point you know for that conversation we're all past it all right i want to take a quick break here and tanner since you were on the board uh for zach pontificating in the stead of uh of bobby v on the v show uh, i would like to run a text by you uh and one validate its accuracy because these things have a way of growing legs uh oh, and no. then uh and then i if, if it's accurate, I want to talk about that on the other side here. On the drive on I Thunderville, be right back. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Listening to the drive presented by Fitness Market right here on 93.9 The Ville. Now here's Mark Ennis and Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into the drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark Ennis, Dave Skull. It's a Wednesday. It's a Louisville basketball game day. Since we're talking so much about this Duke game uh, tonight, that does mean we'll be out at 5:30 uh, today. So we'll turn you over to network pregame coverage of Louisville at uh, Duke. Whatever oh. will I do with myself, Mark? For uh, that get, extra 30 minutes. You'll get home just a little bit sooner. Maybe I'll just sit here. You know, you could do that. I'll talk into the microphone with nobody answering, just doing like some fake radio. Yeah. That does not sound fun. I'm a lonely man, Mark. <laughs> All right, so I text her, texted in, uh, Tanner, and I'm glad that you're here for this. Texture says this, Crawford crushed ESPN Louisville KP haters on hiring Wade and, ah. and Beard. Um, you were you were on the board as Zach was uh, was in there doing his uh, Mad Doug Russo impersonation. <laughs> what? It wasn't necessarily crushing, but okay. he does just like doesn't like the idea. But here's what. All right. He so said. if we so you if we, this is what he said when asked about that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I just don't. I don't think there's any. I could be wrong, though, and there may be conversation of those. I'd just be, I'd be floored if 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 a guy like Will Wade became a serious candidate at Louisville, and that, that and I don't mean that negatively about Will. And I, I don't. It's not to say that 
you know, uh, another program might not take him and, and have really good results, but, you know, Louisville with, with its level of scandal, uh, I would, I, my view is that Josh Hurd is probably going to want to stay as far away from that as humanly possible. I don't, I'm just going to be totally honest with you. I haven't really been like a, a, suit, a Will Wade guy like at all, Same. Uh, but I, I don't feel crushed. No, just to be totally fair here, I don't. Uh, I, that doesn't. But if if Eric did want to crush us, we dish it out, man. Yeah. I could take it, but I, and I don't think he'd hide from it if he wanted to. He he would. I I, uh, I don't feel crushed by that. Though. I've never been a, a Will Wade guy for this job. I just don't right. think the level of success. You know, with it's not even about his. NCAA issues because again, those issues don't really matter anymore. I just don't know if the juice is worth the squeeze, and there's questions about how easy he is to work with down there in LSU when he was there. Um, there's no doubt he can coach basketball, you know. But he, he's he's 25 and three I think right now with McNeese, McNeese State. Uh, they're going to make another NCAA tournament unless they get beat in their conference tournament, but because their net I think is only like 55. Even though they have an incredible record, impeccable record, and undefeated in their conference, um, we know how that works out. But at, in five years at LSU, he was there for five or six years. I can't remember if he was there for six years and went to five, had five years without the you know with a tournament since there was a COVID year. Uh, but five years there, he went to the second weekend once, one Sweet Sixteen. And I'm not saying you judge that the same everywhere. LSU has got the resources. They're not a great basketball program, but they have the resources, and they've had their moments in the last 30, 40 years, Um, and obviously Pistol Pete before that. But it's not like he had overwhelming results where you have to reach down there and grab him. you know. But he he did make the tournament both years at VCU. Um, He's won a couple NCAA tournament games, made that Sweet 16. Uh, and he's probably going to make the tournament at McNeese this year. But I, I just don't know if the record of success is there where you're like, yeah, I just have to have Will Wade. He hasn't he hasn't rung my bell at this point, I'll put it that way. Yeah, I, I don't uh, I don't know how much I'm with you. I don't know how much the scandal really matters yeah. in as much as it matters because of what's allowed now. Yeah. Right. But I, I don't think Eric's totally wrong about just sort of he's not so good no. that you that that you just sort of like hey that's cool i don't care about that it's you're he's so good that it's worth anyone saying anything about that and i'd be kind of interested to see uh what what the market for him is after this season because obviously someone will, will will give him a look but i'd like to think that louisville just doesn't have to do anything that smacks of desperation right right i don't think louisville has to hold its nose for anything Especially now that you're out of the uh, the out from underneath the cloud, there's look. Uh, we are a, a top ten all time program, and we have the infrastructure and the resources that we should aim higher than Will Wade right now. I don't think he's the guy, but you, can I tell you what I think is going on with Will Wade at least a little bit? Sure, please do. I think that Louisville fans remember what it's like to be hated for being super successful, and see echoes of it in people that are just hated (laughs) (laughs) and there does seem to be an especially thirsty appetite or whatever for people who are already hated if 
So if people don't or pariahs for some reason, so if people yeah. don't like them, they must be doing something right. And you kind of are going backward. Like you're doing the, the order is reversed here. It's the successful people that they don't like, not the don't likable people. At least Chris Beard made a national championship game. True, you know, like that. People that want to go after that, like I, you know, I, I, we have our issues with it. Um, but at least the track record of success is is there to where you, you, he's in the conversation for the basketball. You know, it's pretty undeniable in that situation. Now, we don't love the baggage, and and we don't think we we need to take that on. I'm not speaking for you out of turn. I don't think, but uh, I understand having that conversation. Because he's got the chops. He's proven it. At Texas Tech, of all places, you know. Um, but, yeah. Will Wade, even uh, though his, to his be clear, like, baggage people, is different. People hate the guy. Yeah, they do. Not for basketball reasons. Like, yeah. They just don't like him. Uh, even from when he was in, talk about, you talk about Will Wade now. Yes, yes when yeah. like when he left VCU, like the other like member of coaches to do that, so that anonymous stuff, like they own, like they just don't like him. And I'm not saying that you have to hire somebody that everybody likes. Yeah, you don't have to hire someone that anybody likes. I'm just saying, like let's make sure people hate him for the right reason. For the right reason, yeah. <laughs> because he's so damn good at his job. Right? Like that's. <laughs> That's sort of where I'm at. I, I think if you just and you want of, people inside the program to like him, right? Most likely, right, you're like, right. You want him to be right. easy enough to work with for people inside the program. Not, not, I mean, not everybody's like super easy to work with. Like Rick wasn't easy to work with in a lot of ways. Right. But that he doesn't make your job so damn hard, you know, that you don't even want to help him <laughs> at that point. 81-50-93-9. That's uh, the number if you'd like to get in here. So, uh, so look, Will Wade, is that somebody that I would consider? Sure. But not on, like, the first pass. Right? Like, I, I would like for them to shoot a little higher than that. A little more of a sure thing than that. Uh, he certainly, like, he has not had tournament success that I think, in a lot of people's minds, disqualifies other people that I think are better. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And so, for, like, for me... If they ended, if they wound up with him, would it be? The, it would be bad. Oh no, no, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. But it's not. I'm, we can aim a little higher. It, we can wind up with Will Wade. We don't we, have to go for Will Wade. Can we name? Can we think of a situation where Will Wade would be like a top three choice for Louisville? You know what I mean? Like if we end Two up with ago. him right now, if we end up with him, we've struck out on somebody, right? On, a lot of. That's somebody. what I'm saying. Like yeah. that. At least three somebody's. Yeah. In a, yeah. I'm not saying more go, than that. Like you've got round one of your attempts. Yeah. He's not on your first board. So I don't want so I don't want him. You know what I mean? Like that's well, what sure. like, that's what I mean. Like I, that's what I'm saying. Like I think if Will Wade's Louisville's coach next year, they wound up with Will Wade. And they could look, they could do worse. Yes. But that's not who you're you're striking out for here. They could do worse with Steve Forbes, but that's not who we're aiming for. That's right. Yeah. I would put those two are in a very similar category. Absolutely. Yeah. Except that I think Steve Forbes might be a the, the opposite. Easier dude Everyone to deal with. Everyone likes Steve Forbes. Yeah, it yeah, just yeah, still yeah. doesn't make him a better coach. Right. Right. Let's get uh, Reggie in here first. Reggie, welcome into the drive, buddy. What's up? Hey, man. What's up, Mark? Good to talk to you, What's man. What's up, Vincent? The Power 10 member calling in. I know you. Uh, man, I like Will, man. I like Will over Kenny. I mean, anything's better than Kenny at this point. <laughs> Reggie is consistent. You are consistent. I do appreciate that about you. Come on, Biscuit. He's 41 years old, Biscuit. He can be here 20, 25 years. Hey. Hey, man. Will Wade, man. Hey, what he got in trouble for is legal now. That's true. I agree with that. 
can you imagine him with a just a, a limited bag? He can he can say, Hey, I'm gonna give you this money, I'm gonna give you that, I'm gonna give you that. Come on, bestie. I think Will Will is the way to way to go. I hear you, man. Look, I have no problem with his with his quote unquote baggage. You know, I I I'll be let me be clear about that. Like that's I have no problem with that uh, because it's legal. Like I, I just like I don't have any problem with the silliness with Kelvin Sampson. I don't have a sure. problem with any of that sure. stuff. Like none of that's really a concern with me. I just uh, I don't. I can think of three to five guys above him now. If he if he at McNeese State if he pulls off a first round upset or makes a run or something, then man, you've got my attention. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want him to have a little bit more better uh, tournament resume. Yeah, he made the Sweet 16 once at LSU, but he makes the tournament every year. Yeah. No matter where he's at, that is for sure. He's a he's a good basketball coach. Yeah. I'm not saying Louisville he's not. Will be better immediately. No yeah, question. For sure. Yeah, facts, facts. And uh, man, I love listening to y'all, man. And uh, man, y'all feeling a good day. You too, Reggie. Thanks for calling in. Hey, and, uh, hey, look, Reggie, I love what y'all are doing with your with, your with your Twitter spaces. Man. I encourage everyone to uh, to listen in uh, on that. It's as somebody who started as a different. fan, we both did exactly. Like I, I I encourage all kinds of spaces like that, and hopefully. Next time I see y'all with one, I'll, I'll stop in for a little bit. But them, uh, like the third banner guys, really yeah. enjoyed. They did, by the way, counting down like they did two full episodes counting down like the top twenty blunders, and you kind of had forgotten some of this stuff. And Kenny's too. You're like, gosh, there really is a lot here for Kenny. Yeah, oh. unfortunately, there really is a lot. Well, like we forget them because there's been a ton. It's been it's it's been a lot in the last uh, almost two years now since he was hired to the point where like. Because a lot of them got filed away, especially by his supporters, is not a big deal. Yes. Or you're misinterpreting it, you right. know, and it's like, that's fine. But the ones from early on in the tenure take on a new life a year later when things aren't better or a year and a half later. Do you remember how excited we were for Justin Perez? Yeah, it was a good talking point. I because have no idea what that guy does or has done. I, you, I, could, <laughs> I don't even know if he's around anymore, honestly. Like, what has he done? We haven't heard his name since the day he got hired. We waited for him to finish law school or whatever, right? Isn't that what it was? So, I don't know. <laughs> whatever. The, the lack of urgency just sort of all the way down. Yeah, uh, that's the thing. That's it. That's it. That like, Just like you can you can trace a lot of symptoms back to the, the root cause. And the lack of urgency was one of those things where you're just like, good Lord, man, what is going on here? In retrospect, it's like, it is weird that you didn't hire your entire coaching staff for like six weeks. You didn't have them in place. It is weird that you didn't hire your sports staff until months later. Like, and we did talk about it. And I was told it wasn't a big deal or something. And I'm like, all right, well, we're also not recruiting anybody. So, what's that going to happen? (laughs) Will Wade does have a show cause. That is not a, like a disqualifier. But you do have to show cause you louisville would have to go to the committee on infractions which we all love and who is really relevant right now and and love us too uh, and show cause why they should be allowed to hire him and then you basically are like asking yourself uh you're asking them please crush us the moment he does anything sideways yeah and so it would be inherently riskier than others uh, were they to do that. Also, him being 41, I don't need a coach younger than me. I'm not ready for that yet. <laughs> I don't like that idea. I'm being somewhat facetious here, but I don't love 
I don't want to feel like this guy might be less mature than me. The NFL already, <laughs> already pisses me job. off on a regular basis whenever I open oh, up. I the, can't stand it. Every new hire is younger than me. And beyond the fact that the NFL pisses me off just naturally because I'm a Jets fan, but that. <sighs> they officially gave him. Uh, permission to go seek his own trade did you see that <laughs> i saw that and to that i say good luck sir oh i, I love that because it's like <laughs> we're not even gonna do the work yeah. you do it like here we're gonna release you when the league season starts just if you can go ahead and just find us a trade partner that's willing to give us literally anything now this set of tackling dummies whatever you know gift card to you know mcdonald's whatever they got just anybody who's willing to give us some kind of compensation for you we would appreciate it. This is the kind of substantive critique that I like. Will Wade's jawline isn't sharp enough for this job. <laughs> and I have I have yet to power rank my candidates by jawline sharpness. Maybe the texter has a point, though. Who knows? There could be a study behind it. Gotta get in there. Off the top of your uh, of your head, who has the sharpest potential jawline? The Todd Golden at Florida. He's got a. He's young. He's super young. You talk about Will Wade. He's even younger than that. Jay Wright always had a nice jawline, I and I know that he he's not really a thing, but man, he's just a handsome guy. Really, We can all say that, right? He's a good-looking man. Texture does bring up a good point that if Louisville did have to go show cause, they could just walk in with their record that's, the last two years. So that's what I wrote down when you were talking. That's what I wrote down when you were talking about it was all we need is 4-28. and 28. <laughs> And then we'll like just eight go in twenty four or whatever shake it is. Our arms <laughs> like this. Show us a reason why you would take this chance. Like well, <laughs> bring a media guy. There you go. Yeah. Not sure if you watch college basketball. If you do, you probably still haven't seen Actually, us. There's a pretty good chance that committee on infractions members do not watch college basketball and have no idea what we're talking about. As long as that check clears. Nerds. When when are they gonna die off? Not the people, the organization. Okay. <laughs> Let's be clear. Dave's not wishing death on any Committee on Fractions members. Not. The organization, not uh, the individual members. Please, LMPD, please don't come to my doorstep. <laughs> yeah, we don't need that. We don't need that. But yeah, it's just because I've always been like, ah, you know, they're gonna they're gonna be around till you till you force, you know, like they're not gonna voluntarily go anywhere. They're just not. A lot of people depend on that jobs that organization they'd like to leech off college sports for the rest of their uh, existence that's what they do even if they're completely and totally irrelevant but at some point it's going to go beyond i don't know NCAA subdivision you know because they already trotted that out this offseason we're like oh well at some point there's probably going to be a separation between the schools that want to do this and the schools that don't but at that point it's like man do they even need you anymore i don't know because i i always said that they probably need them for organizing the postseasons for the rest of the sports and stuff like that that nobody really wants to do. You know, that's where the NCAA comes in and, and you know, I guess earns their paycheck to a, to a degree. But if you if you have a, a separate entity for football and basketball at some point, what, do you keep the, the rest of the NCAA or does everything happen? Like, I don't know. There's a lot of questions and a lot of red tape to get through beyond just like, well, they're going to break off. That's never been in like an easy proposition well i've always thought that they're like they're, they're, they're this close to breaking off no they're not no uh, but it, eventually were that sort of thing to happen you know what they'll do they'll turn right around and just create the mcaa yeah like it'll, it'll be they, they still want this they just don't want it for themselves or what's the one from blue chips ncsa <laughs> yeah the two ncsa national championships 
texter into the UPS job text line says that uh, Jamie Dixon has a very nice jawline. He does. He's a handsome dude. Yeah, he is. Billy Donovan has a pretty good one. A distinct one, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Just gotta keep naming guys that aren't, you know, aren't in the purview. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> aren't right. possibilities. We just talk about their hair, but or their jawlines. This is this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. Kevin, welcome into the drive, buddy. What's up? Oh, another day. Actually, not working on a car today. It's what? Too cold for me. Oh, I hear you on that, buddy. Look, you know what? I took the day. I took I took a few days off, honestly, for my own mental mental health. There you go. Um, no, I just when I look at the stats of how many times Louisville has been a 15 point dog in its history and the vast vast majority are under kp and it's i I get it two million dollars and everything but it's just kind of one of those and i know we had that argument earlier well the administration wants to be able to say we gave him every opportunity we gave him every opportunity but at some point i mean it's just a laughing stock and it just i don't get it i don't get what we benefit from keeping him in this position. I mean, if any coach would, I mean, I would, I would sell my left kidney to have David Padgett on the sidelines for the rest of the season. Because the thing is, you know that man cares. You know that man is not going to be up there shaking hands and smiling after we get blown out by 25 tonight. And I, I'm, I'm over it. I'm over it. You know, I, I'm sick and tired of this program being held hostage by a person who, like you all have said, oh, it's year two when it suits him. And Rick Bozich, I just, I used to respect him. I really did. I respected his opinion on things, but he has become the biggest Kenny Payne shill I have ever seen. I mean, it's just insane to keep putting off, you know, I mean, oh, if we keep him, we might get these recruits. Well, look at the recruits we got last year. I mean, they, and yeah, there, there's talent. I mean, there's, we have more talent often on the court, and we're losing by double figures to those same teams. At what point do we say enough is enough? I'm going to, you know, I, I don't, I doubt I'll watch the game tonight, but I will listen to it. And then, you know, depending on if I'm awake or not, or if I, you know, I mean, that that's the thing. It's like it used to be when, when Rick was here, when Denny was here, when my, you know, my dad passed, you know, everybody knows that from listening to me. But I, my dad would let me stay up and watch late games, you know, when Denny, when Denny was coach. And I would stay up and watch Rick. And I would go out. And it was a thing like me and my friends, we would go out. We would go to um, tailgaters right there across from uh, where the, oh, yeah. you know, the football stadium yep. is mm-hmm. now. And we would... I mean, they got they, they almost got shut down because at one point they were selling two dollar pitchers. But it was a thing. Like, man, the, the men are playing tonight. Let's go. Let's go watch. And it's just, at this point, it's like I don't know if I'm going to stay up and watch it. I may be awake, but I probably won't be watching it. And I might call in if I'm, you know, if the mood strikes me right. And it's just kind of sad. It's sad. You know, we are a proud fan base with every reason to be. You know, again, I say it every time I call in. Look at every other sport. Yeah, Jeff Hall's having a having an up and down year. 
but he's still a phenomenal coach. He gets the most out of his players. I just think right now he's going to have to adjust to the new trend, you know, the new get, you know, in and out, in and out, you know, because he used to build that. That was that was just thing. He would build and build, and you know, from like freshman to senior. And I think it's going to take him a little longer to adapt to it, but he still adapts. That's the thing. You see his players. You see that, and it's just we. There is not one positive thing that I can say about Kenny Payne in his two years here. Not one positive thing. I can't do it. Because, I mean, even if you try, every little positive thing there might be has three detractions from it. And it's just, I'm, I'm over it. And uh, I'm, I know I'm running long. I appreciate you all as always. Um, yeah, I mean, who knows, man? You know, they, were, they had tornadoes up in Chicago in, you know, in February. And now it's, you know, 30 degrees outside today. Anything can happen, you yeah. know, tonight maybe, but... I'm just – the fans, we deserve better. The university deserves better, and those players deserve better. But, you know, I appreciate you guys. And uh, Muffin, I'm, one of these days, they're going to change it. Mark Anna <laughs> Muffin. See you, Kevin. <laughs> appreciate Kevin. the call there, buddy. By the way, somebody said Dusty Baker on the text line. I think they met Dusty May. I Maybe so they met too. Dusty Baker. They all, uh, we had another text who said Kim Mulkey has a great jawline. <laughs> then it's time to change the criteria. Be right back. <laughs>